you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. Is uh, James Woods ever in a movie where he plays a scumbag, or, or where he? First of all, is he ever in a movie where he doesn't play a scumbag? And then, in two-part question, is he ever in a movie where he doesn't actually just express his own real thoughts? Mike. Danny, I think you're just fucking with me again with this dreamy, idealistic, hopeful, hey, what if we actually had control for a minute? You son of a bitch. (laughs) You got us good, Danny. I am a sucker for shit like that, and I can see what you're trying to do here, but in the end, I'm not going to play this game. And Scott. It's almost as insane as coming out as gay as coming out as atheist in the NFL or these sports. I mean... Mm. How many people have come out as gay in the NFL? Like two, three, five? I mean, it's probably about the same numbers as someone who's willing to say they're atheist. Sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there's a man. That's right. It's the Is It Safe talk show. Your buddies, Luke, John Scott, and Mike. John Scott's back. We want to thank Jason last week for being our special guest host. He did a very good job. Uh, Jason, if you're listening, thanks for being sub and you got a lot of positive feedback from people that you know and maybe people that you don't know so i know how important attention is to you jason and i'm sure (laughs) that right now you're really furious because i'm saying this and you're not there to respond to it so it's just pissing you off that you can't be here right now to be like dude shut up you know what you're talking about and i'm just kidding anyway so it would be a hilarious segment if we could have his like personal thoughts being recorded while we talk about him on air while he can't respond because I that would be great. It'd be <laughs> phenomenal. I would love he, that. But uh, Jay, yeah, Jay did a fucking great job. Uh, everybody that I've talked to said uh, it was it was fantastic. So well done. Uh, and the sound quality, pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. After the man, uh, beginning man on Safu, a cell phone. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Do after I the mean, first be, 10 or so minutes, it was fine. If he's better than me, why don't you just kick me to the curb? I mean, you guys got to... Oh, boy. Uh, Here it is. Doesn't take (laughs) long, right? Buzz Killington here. I ever tell you about the Doily Cot Opera Company. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so you were Beaver Island. Tell us about Beaver Island. Beaver, baby. Oh, shit. Tell us about the Beaver Boys. It was it was uh, pretty good. Um, Six hundred and forty thousand beers were had, and oh we, yeah, yep, yep. We biked a lot. We learned uh, about the history of Beaver Island. We stayed in the cabin. We just broed out. Just a lot of sweaty white meat in a cabin on the on the water. <laughs> was this and, a uh, a couples thing? It wasn't just like dudes. On no, dudes. this was just. Oh, it was dudes. It was six layers of dudes. Yeah, it was the oh, three. Really? It was the three one, Lewis. One the, sleeping bag. Three Lewis brothers, and myself. But he's got. He's got. He's got other brothers. I didn't know that. He's got. Yeah, Matt is the middle. Matt is the middle boy, and oh, uh, so it was makes the three Lewis. Now. Everything three makes Lewis sense. Boys. Everything that Matt said <laughs> makes perfect sense. And then three, three of us randos. Um, but uh, it was enjoyable. We we boodled. We did boodling. We went to the house of Protar. We we climbed up a fucking lighthouse. Uh, yeah, I know. Hey, man, it's it's Beaver. You just if wow, you know, you know. dude. 
If you know, you I know. know. I if mean, you don't, who gives a rat's ass? Was I, I did mention this last week because I realized I knew what Beaver Island was because I learned about the history a while back that it was an Irish enclave once upon a time. Yeah. And then right? it was, is, that, is that accurate? Well, yeah. Um, also, nice beaver. The, it was a, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was a Mormon stronghold too. The King of Beaver oh. Island, King Strang, moved there when the you know oh. after Joseph Smith, and you had Joseph Smith oh. was gone, Joseph and then you Smith? had oh, God. you had Brigham Young, and you had fucking uh, Ding Dong Strang. I don't know what the hell his name was, but he moved to Beaver <laughs> Island, and yeah, it was an Irish. Uh, kind of deal and then this motherfucker really like going clear apparently <laughs> there he is there he is i don't have uh, a lot of yeah do I, oh wait here we go yeah i believe in private property there it is yeah that's a lot more appropriate that works oh right. yeah i believe in private pro- no it's so funny because i was actually just uh, talking to stephanie about it you could buy uh, like three fucking lots on the water like on lake michigan on beaver island for 12 grand so really? I don't know. Yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, the the six of us. It's you the know, basic like, don't be a fucking dick. Don't be. Don't, <laughs> no yeah. one on Beaver Island was a dick. It was unbelievable. Uh, wow. Really, truly pure Michigan bullshit. You know, the boodling. They have their own language. They have their own. They have their own customs. They have their the own law, baby. History. And uh, the law on Beaver Island is such that you know that shit is unrecognizable down here. I really had a a place where you get gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Probably happened on Beaver Island a few times. Matt, please stop interrupting me. Let me tell the story. (laughs) Honestly, we should have got a Matt too, just to, just to hear his uh, take. It was good. It it was good. I had a really, people are proud about being from anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) These are all apropos, which is really (laughs) Which is really good. I know it's amazing what we got on file here. Uh, <laughs> keep him coming. No, have no yeah, letting the cow. Exactly. <laughs> why is Matt always? Why? Why does half of these sound bites? Matt sounds like he's getting ahead while he's talking. They do. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is kind of strange. I know. I just, I mean, that, run, run that private property one back. That's my favorite one. Private <laughs> property is it's important. It is. I believe in private property. He does. <laughs> so so uh so matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> so we would all like to get a little hunk of private property on Beaver Island because apparently it's cheap as shit and uh, I don't know. I would you know I would love a, to do that. Can I do this? Is, they have a this brewery is... and a grocery store and a and a place called Daddy Frank's with ice cream and and burgers and that's Eddie franks and that's it baby that's what you get it's, all you it's need. pretty awesome that's Basically all you need, all you need. yeah that's, that's all it. you need yep it was a real pure mission getaway i had to come to you boys ever come back from a vacation and have just a hard come down I had a really oh, yeah. fucking. Sure. I had a really hard. Yeah, dude. I like basically like Stephanie had to console me like the day after I got back. You know, it's a pain in the ass. You got to take this fucking ferry, then you got to get in your car and drive five hours from Charlevoix back, and oh, your vacation's boy. over, and you have to come back to a life where you're basically unemployed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the day yeah. after I got back, man, I, I had a little bit of a fucking meltdown. Yeah, Stephanie had to kind of console me while a single tear leapt out of my eye. This is a classic <laughs> phenomenon uh, post feast. Everyone knows it. It's the it's the peace the feast hangover. You got to drive home, 
Oh. Sunday, and it's like three yeah. hours, could be four hours, and it's just depressing because you just had a great time, and now you got to go back to reality. Yeah, yep. everybody I was knows feeling, this. One. I was feeling particularly wistful and, and nostalgic for the 96 hours I was on Beaver Island. But uh, I don't know. I, I would recommend it, but that would suggest that I want people to go there and naturally all great places. You don't want to tell people about good places because then they'll just go there and uh, who wants more fucking people? So, yep, good oh. vacation. Good vacation <laughs> and and uh, shout out Beaver Island. Keep bo- uh, Stay calm and boodle on. Tough times. Snore Jones. <laughs> this is the reason that the uh, holidays are like the saddest fuck all the time. <laughs> Everybody insists on watching this, and it just bums me the fuck out. Oh, that sucks, man. Why do they do that to you? No, I mean, I thought it was it, done it, so well in that one episode I, of Rest of Development. That, oh my god, it was funny as hell when they used it for that one episode of Rest of Development, where every time someone got bummed out news, it would play for like twenty seconds. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's when it got funny. Oh. I mean, it's it's still. What what are your thoughts on Charlie Brown as a as a thing? I, I mean, feel like to me that's that's a brilliant strip. It has a lot of depth to it, especially for a comic strip. Uh, they've gotten a lot of existential dread out of it that you wouldn't normally get out of many comic strips. And they've done that out of graphic novels, of course. You know, The Watchmen is a good example of where you can really dive into the painful, harsh, frightening light of reality. But uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, I don't watch Charlie Brown shit ever. I can't remember the last time I saw a Charlie Brown special. I'm not one of those mm-hmm. people. And I'm a sentimental douchebag like anybody else, but I don't watch any of that <laughs> shit. Um, I guess I don't I don't have any. I don't do any of those. I don't watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. I don't watch a Charlie Brown pumpkin thing. Thanksgiving. I don't know what else there is. So, You know what I think I actually really makes it still so painful to this day to watch is that, you know, it's a kid with it's a kid with depression and depression is depression oh. is one of those undergirding uh, elements, you know, to to all Psycho, like not to all psychological problems, but like so many yeah, of people our are proud about movies. being from anywhere, <laughs> and, so, and, and just so so much of the pain that we like we endure. I mean, it is it is a when I say baseline, I mean it really is like a, a baseline psychological. Uh, I guess it would be a disease, but oh, yeah. that is that's it makes it so sad but it's it's uplifting when when he succeeds but in the end it's always it always returns to this fucking poor kid we all we're all gonna we're all gonna die this poor kid who can't even kick a goddamn football because everyone (laughs) in the world is against him (laughs) i I think it's kind of like how the drunk driver always survives the car crash That's precisely what it's like. Yeah. That's a great synopsis. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow, dude. Yeah. It's like it's like living. It's like living your life as that drunk driver forever. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Oh, that's fucking brutal. Uh, I want to get right to the emails right off the bat. We're glad John Scott's back, but uh, there was an email from Brian that I wanted to get to from last week, and I hate leaving these old emails. We made up with Sean. We got his email mm. done, so we righted that wrong. Plain now let's up. write another one. This one's from Brian, and it's called Rourke versus Cruise. And, of course, you could be just like Brian. Is it safepod at gmail.com? Is it safepod at gmail.com? Hello, SafePod talk show team. In light of the one and only Mickey Rourke taking Cruz down on Piss Morgan's program today, it says Piss. That's Pierce. Hold on a second. I'm we need, sure he was intentional with that. Do we need to look this up real quick? Jesus Christ. Pierce Mickey, Morgan? Yeah, Mickey, I don't even know what he's Mickey Mickey Rourke was on Pierce Morgan's but What the hell? It's going what, what's happening? What year is it? How long have I been asleep? What the hell's going on here? Am I still here? Did I unmute myself? Am I fired? You're good. Can you guys hear me? Okay, good. Yes. That was really bizarre. Something weird just happened there. Uh, so, yeah, I never watched. Who watches Piers Morgan first off? Brian, I'm shocked. Did you just happen to run into this from a news source that was shoved in your face while you were waiting at a doctor's office and you unfortunately had to, like, sit through CNN because you're in the waiting room? Uh, I don't really know where Piers Morgan lives today. I thought he got fired because he walked off set recently. That was like a whole deal. Uh, uh, yes, that did happen. I do recall coming across that. Uh, it was actually for like somewhat legitimate reasons. Yeah, it was oh. somewhat recently and not like he, I don't like him or know him or really give a fuck about him, but I think it was actually for. Was it a me too like, thing? No, it was like a woke society had gone too far thing and he wouldn't apologize for something. So he's like, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. So sounds familiar. Uh, but yeah. that's not that's not different than anything he said before. I mean, the the network or whatever like has stood behind him. <laughs> like, no, they didn't this time though. Regardless of whatever time. fucking silly shit he's been saying for years, he's a complete fucking uh, yeah. He's okay. He's a bottom, so I've bottom feeding piece of garbage. I've got something here. It's I'm going to give this a whirl. See if this works. Um, it's Mickey Rourke on Piers Morgan, and this is eight days ago, so it seems fresh. We'll see what this. Uh, this is. Morgan Uncensored from Hollywood Hotshot to Hollywood has been and back again. Acting legend Mickey Rourke defies cancellation and a stunning and sometimes scandalous career spanning 40 years, including a lost decade in the Hollywood wilderness. He's fought and feuded with the titans of Tinseltown, has an opinion on almost everything, and I'm delighted to say he joins me now live from Los Angeles. <laughs> Mickey, great to Jesus. see you. Great to see you. I heard you mustering before we went to the commercial break. What does uncensored mean? And I would say you, you are an uncensored man. Well, I'm my own man. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been? I've interviewed you numerous times over the years. You look in great shape. Yeah, uh, the COVID (laughs) thing actually helped me out a little bit because I was able to go around all the different... sports shops and get all the workout equipment I need for close to a year and a oh half. Oh, my God. So I did this video is 14 like minutes long. For, do you think we have to listen to this guy ramble? You know, Who knows what he'll ramble about for 14 minutes? There's minutes no way we can do that. And did a lot of reading. Talk about Tom Cruise? Soul searching. and Okay, I'm pausing. And, You've got to be able oh. to find the clip of Tom Cruise. It has to be automatically available. Yeah, I know. I, I, know, uh, I know you don't want to do this, but. Uh, well, that one's this, 14 minutes, and it says stuff about Cruz. So, oh, here look, we go. Here's look, a two-minute one. Okay, here we go. Let's try this one, guys. One minute, 59 seconds. You don't think Tom Cruise is a is a good right, actor? Luke, good call. <laughs> I think he's irrelevant in my world. Even though 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck His off! Scams like Maverick has grossed. I can't believe this. One point one billion dollars at the box office and counting. You know what that means? I don't want to hear you Mickey talk. Rourke? I want to hear him talk about it. God damn it! Fuck these people. See, I knew it. This is what they do on YouTube. I just want the raw feed. You fucks. Fuck off. Here it is. One more time. You don't think Tom Cruise is a is a good actor? I think he's irrelevant in my world. There you go. So that's basically all he said. Anyways, uh, back to his world of like underground. uh, Oh, who knows what? uh, Just underground mechanics uh, that that don't sell (laughs) their services online. uh, Who have all? Yeah. Wow, dude. This guy underground is, mechanics. This guy is unbelievable. He, oh man! Well, look at his face. Holy shit! Look at, he yeah, looks like he, Val Kilmer. He looks like Val Kilmer now. It's like this, he got it sounds like he looks like Val Kilmer now. Wow, you're right. He does. He really this also does sounds like, like he looks like Iceman. That's why he's pissed. That's why he's pissed at Snapping necks and cashing checks. That's him. This That's guy, what he's been doing. This guy. This guy is. Uh, he's method. He's so method. He, uh, oh he my god, dude! His- okay, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> he made his he just reminded me of something. There you go. I, I just watched it. a movie. It was the ultimate showdown of two method actors going as method as possible, and it was really annoying. Although, uh, it it's not a total loss, but it was bizarre. I was watching Anne Hathaway and Jake Gyllenhaal method each other to death, head to head. Quite the. Uh, was it? A, it was a joke. It was a joke, right? They were just like goofing no, around. Or- no, no, this was a. This is a real movie. It was called Love and Other Drugs. It really came out once upon a time. So. Ah, is that the one with the Vi- he's like a Viagra salesman? That's right. That's very good. Yes, that's right. See, that's what John, that's what's so bizarre about the film. It's like truly five different genres. It's part historical drama, part mm-hmm. rom-com, part raunchy sex, basic instinct fucking type thing, part uh, American Pie raunchiness comedy from the late 90s, part uh serious drama it's really bizarre yeah it's, but it tries to be highbrow yeah it's been a minute since i've seen it but it's almost <laughs> mike it's almost like they're trying to sell it to every single fucking demographic that they could possibly think of well it didn't work because it they got no. shit on and didn't do anything commit. so that's exactly what happens commit to one yeah. or the other or maybe uh, two but that's it anyway so back to brian's email so we give you a little bit of the mickey rourke commentary there uh has Cruz? played the same character for the past 34 years? Is he irrelevant when it comes to what an actor does? Has Rourke earned the position of judgment here? All right, I of course. Mm-hmm. take it to you, gentlemen, to respond to these questions. What's the first question? I mean, anyone can judge anyone, first off. So I Okay, mean, so yeah. we can eliminate that. But yeah. has Cruz played the same character for the past 34 years? No. I think, I think Cruz has... <clears throat> Cruz is... He's more of a commodity than he is a he's a movie star. But as a movie star, he has to be a commodity. And as that commodity, he can only uh, he can really only do certain things now. I think I mean, he was fucking huge, of course, before Magnolia. It's still real to me, damn it. Has he literally done anything like that? He needs the license of a filmmaker that's willing to allow that 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 Hollywood system to accept uh, some f- different version of him, you know? So you need a Paul Thomas uh, Anderson. You need a Scorsese. You need somebody like that. He did that like same it, year, by the way, Magnolia and Kubrick and eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Exactly. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. but has he done it since? And the answer is no. And the reason is most likely tied to the fact that he is such a commodity that he's now kind of unable to do those things. I can't imagine him taking <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could he take on that role now? Is it possible for him to do that? Because he's also he's he's one of these guys that's so timely that even in the the last samurai, which was hard to watch just because of the fact that he is Tom fucking Cruise and it there are mm-hmm. a few act they shouldn't have put him in that movie. He's just oh it's an Edward Zwick movie. Movies. I know, but it's but that's who did much. Love and Other Drugs. Okay, well, that's wild. How about that? Zwick did that. Okay, I'm I know. That movie uh, yeah, I'm telling garbage. you. Okay, yeah, Zwick yeah, is terrible. Um. Except for Legends of the Fall, which I loved as a I love Legends boy. of the Fall. Yeah, I still I still love Legends of the Fall, and I still probably I still, still like good. Glory. I, I don't hate Glory. I, oh, Glory's Glory. Not terrible. Okay, all right, all right. Glory. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, that that aside, those two films aside, I don't think that Tom Cruise could. It's still real to me, damn it. I would love to see him do that, but I don't think that he actually is able to. He's too much of a. He is yeah. too much of an absolute, uh, he, like, precious commodity now. Well, he's a badass. He, That's yeah. what he is now. You're in big trouble. I mean, he's, though, he's, he's pieces of shit he's, like you for breakfast. He pieces of shit like always, us for breakfast. So has he, he has he played the same character for years? Uh, the answer is that he always... He's always Tom Cruise, and I think that's something that's a huge problem with, like, this modern age of celebrity is that he's actually too big to mm-hmm. not be yeah. himself in a movie. He just can't be anything but because he he is a I think he's a phenomenal actor in certain uh, in certain films. You have somebody like uh, who we talk- well, fuck, even Mickey Rourke can slide into a role. Mickey Rourke You're a was fucking softball player, Jack wasn't always has been pretty phenomenal even though okay well, let's not talk about the way he looks i don't want to be like that but yeah he's got issues obviously internally tom that cruise can't be anybody reality. but tom cruise and i think that's not a really a function of his acting uh his acting ability i think that has a lot more to do with the fact that like he is a particular token in the you know in these like hollywood games there's nothing yeah, you can really system. About it. there's nothing he can do about it and I'm ready yeah. to nail it. I want they hire it. him to be him. They want him put asses <laughs> in the seat. Yeah, I'll, the the whole like outsized celebrity actor thing it, it gets in the way. It's like um, Matt Damon for me. When I mm-hmm. see a Matt Damon film, I see Matt Damon. Like I watched Stillwater this week. Oh, I've been uh, okay. And uh, you know, it was it was fine, but the entire time. You're definitely thinking like, oh, shit, that's just that's Matt Damon in Marseille. okay, and that's Matt Damon pretending to be a father. And that's Matt Damon pretending to be, uh, you know, poor and distraught. It's the same thing with Tom Cruise that it takes a truly special talent, like uh, maybe like a Brad Pitt or a Leo or a Daniel Day to take you to be able to like they have such a high level of superstardom but you believe in the character more than just their physiognomy is like overrules everything that you see sitting with the scumbags telling jokes that's a good one Totoro. like i can believe Totoro and some shit even though he's yeah he was in fucking transformers with michael bay good god but he's not tom cruise and 
But when I think, you see Tom, I think Cruise, Tom Cruise is last yourself, chance. That's Tom Cruise. That's the first. Yeah, of course. And I did. think I think his last chance was Collateral, and I think that's because he had a director like Michael Mann who, yep. uh, who like de cruised him. He de loused him. He de cruised him. <laughs> <laughs> Turned him into a different character, and that's the only way you can make Tom Cruise into like you can actually utilize his acting ability and. And enjoy a movie without thinking about him. What about the mummy? I didn't even notice him in that. Uh, that's because that movie sucks. And nobody saw <laughs> it. Because I didn't see it. That's why. Oh, oh, okay. How about this, though? Ten that years ago, he did Rock. He did Rock of Ages. And he really tried to lose himself in that role. But he didn't. It was still to <laughs> Tom Cruise. And yeah, I mean, that that really is a that really is a problem. Like in order to be able to like displace your own personality so that your the character comes through instead of you. I mean, that's a pretty that's a that's a tall order for somebody who has such such, uh, you know, high, uh, you know, who basically is just a walking edifice to his own uh, celebrity. <laughs> that's a great because a because edifice. Maverick. Yeah, because Maverick is he's just as much Maverick as he is Tom Cruise. Which is why Top Gun works. Yeah. You gotta imagine Tom Cruise wearing a bandana right now, looking like a badass with long hair. He's got jewelry on his fingers. It's all the same. <laughs> Only the names will change. This is so I never saw this movie, by the way, but. I, I think I should watch it for the last time. You did see it. Oh boy! How funny was it? It's. We should watch it. We should watch it and review it. It's. That's hilarious. It's so ridiculous. Isn't Alec Baldwin in it too, or am I crazy? Yes. No, I think he is. Uh, I'm almost positive he's like a promoter. You have to see the video. Fire up the Tom Cruise Wanted Dead or Alive video on YouTube and have a laugh. Seriously, well, you will laugh. It's, you will laugh. <laughs> it's, it's the problem. The, the real problem is like he is, if you're the kind of director that is, you're just, you put Tom Cruise in a movie so that Tom Cruise can be in that movie. He's never going to be able to be the character that uh, he is supposed to be like, he could be method a little bit. I know he does a little method stuff. I know he's not like super like over the top about it, which some which is something I like about him. But yeah, you know that's actually a whole conversation that, I'd like to have. Uh, yeah. as a side note, yeah. Like, do we? Yeah. Does it bother you? Because first you could say I respect the shit out of somebody who's willing to commit themselves so much to the part, but you're also acting. You're not living in a real. You're living in a reality where you're acting, so you don't need to be a piece of shit asshole that you're playing to the people who are working their yeah. job, like the, the best boy or the grips, right? Hey, lay off, you know, chill the Easy. fuck out. My, my fucking crush this week. So I actually <laughs> talked to Luke about this uh, at softball. I think I'm, I'm on a John Bernthal high. Like you wouldn't even fuck. Oh, that's where the it. text thread came from. And okay. He, now I get and it. he's a, so by all accounts, he's a method dude. But you yep. can like, but then you can talk to him, but then you can go up to him after, after cut and be like, Hey dude, let's bro out and be meatheads and talk about the fucking Washington oh. commanders game or whatever. Ready. I'm walking and tall. he's like, 
totally totally cool about it yeah dude we own this city that was that that just fucking completely monopolized my brain this week and uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Wow, I've heard oh, some good things. You think you're ready yeah, to run right. with the bulls? Yeah, dude, run with it. <laughs> run with it. It's it's nice. It's 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 right where you want. It's six nice medium sized pieces of pizza. You know, it's a six piece Ooh. pizza. Yeah, it's a medium, and you can uh, and you can do it, and it's it's fucking great. And he's unbelievable playing a complete scumbag. That's the head of the. You know, this corrupt arm of the Baltimore Police Department. Really whoa, good. Whoa, slow down there, Speed Racer. Whoa, Baltimore. I love Baltimore stuff. Is, okay. I'm, I'm down. I know. Oh, yeah. I spent a lot of time with the Baltimore police during my Uber nights. I've had a lot of interactions with them. Uh, they were not fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a David Simon well, production, you know, so. Oh, well, okay. That makes sense, too. Well, not a lot. I've had a, I had a few. Trying to get were... somebody to the club like instantly. And, you know, we got five minutes. Do it. I don't care how you do it. Get me no, to the okay, club in five minutes. And you're like, so all right. And then all of a sudden it just turns into a fucking cartoon with the fucking cars just shaking while you're driving. No, there's this, there's this place in Baltimore. It's called the block and it's in downtown. And it's basically just, it's a block. It's a city block. But they call it the block because they've shoved all of the strip clubs and all the nefarious stores and the undesirable shit they don't want in the rest of the county or the city. They shove it all on the block. So they call it the block. And you get a lot of pickups there. I took a lot of strippers home, a lot of burlesque dancers home from there, and a lot of, you know, bizarros from there at three in the morning. But it's also right next, literally right next to the fucking downtown main police station. So there's like a billion Baltimore (laughs) cop cars, and it's always closed. That street is always closed. It's one of the most important thoroughfares of the downtown intersection, (laughs) of the heartbeat of the city to get through it. You need this artery open, and it's always fucking closed. It's just a weird place. It's so bizarre, man. If anybody's ever been there, let me know. Email the show, isitsafepod at gmail.com. I, uh... I don't know how it came to be, but that's how it is down there now. And that's usually where I ran into the cops like, this ain't your fucking street. I'm like, I'm just trying to drive, man. You don't need Boy, to be a dick cool. about things. Boy, these Baltimore cops really, uh, <laughs> their, their reputation is preceding them. <laughs> everything I ever heard while I lived there and everything that ever went down, which was, I moved there Jesus. a couple years after uh, after Freddie got his yeah. parent comeuppance for uh, just being no. someone who... Just, just being someone was That's a human being. Yeah, right. Yeah, he exactly. was murdered for so. just being someone. Yeah, and I remember, I remember watching those riots that they were called. I like to call them just uprisings, or I think riots are an easy term to label. Sometimes a riot is a riot; it really is. But it's also used by the media and by the powers that be to label people as, you know, disruptors and negative yeah. influencers awesome. on society. Yeah, bad yeah. versus good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Protest, so protest, good people, riots, bad people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's so, very, it, yeah, it's it's fucking, coded yeah, too. Yeah, Orwellian shit. Yeah, it, exactly. It's coded. It's co- It's like you would never call a white person a thug. It's like that kind of fucking. Thing. <laughs> exactly. Well, you haven't, you haven't seen me walking down a fucking dark alley, John Scott. <laughs> you haven't like you haven't gone to the back streets of Maxwell Lake. There's a lot of thugs in Maxwell Lake. I fucking guarantee it. Am I right, Luke? You've never been to a southern wedding with a bunch of people in fucking uh, <laughs> linen and seersucker. Those are thugs. <laughs> yes, they uh, are. But I do know uh, what you I do know what you mean about the Maxwell Lake. Yeah. 
Hey, no offense to Maxwell Lake people. They're doing their best, but there's a few thugs there. I mean, if you're listening, Maxwell Lake people, we I, love I you, lived it. Mm, yeah, we love you, uh, but we're scared of you at the same time. There's some people who had festering sores that were kind that of a bummer. Yep. It's just how it is. So. All right, now we're speaking in code. You know what, that guy, you know, that, guy, that, person, that person, as we know, never left the house, so I feel like we're okay. <laughs> That's not true. Remember when he showed up to the dump? That was <laughs> yes, hell on earth, you. man. God damn it. That was a fucking nightmare. Okay, so John Scott, there's this guy Ooh, who, who was like. Invited no one did. No one did. That was the worst. Or maybe if it. Wellico actually. Did I'm he not just follow Wellico? He just followed Jason. Yeah, he, he may have just followed him through the door, unfortunately. So let's lay this out real quick. There's this guy. I, I won't say his name, but his first name was Tony. I won't say his whole name. So Tony was this guy back in high school. Who would hook everybody up with good shit? You know, he had all the fun acid and all the hallucinogens and weed, and he had all the fun stuff. So we would go to him for that, and yeah, we exploited him for that. But unfortunately, <laughs> he latched on to some type of friendship, which is you know that's my fault. I'll take responsibility for my end of it. I never should try to be nice to your drug dealer. You got to be careful about that. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be strictly business with that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. <laughs> Dude, didn't you ever see Pineapple Express? Uh, that, that came exactly. out way too late. That couldn't, exactly. That couldn't inform your decisions, unfortunately. No, it couldn't inform my decisions yeah. yet. But you're, there, there was, I'm sure there was some information out there could have helped me. Anyways, uh, high school went on. We graduated. Life went on, we thought. And a couple of years later, we ended up back in Ypsilanti, a couple, you know, 20 miles from our hometown, roughly. And, and that was still like a cruise pad for everybody who ever knew us still. Yeah. So... Unfortunately, one day, Tony came walking in, and he just kind of took yeah. over. He, he, like, planted himself in there, and I, he was literally there for days. And I feel like this was around the Iraq War, so-called Iraq War of 03, March of 03. It was sometime around there, because I was he, I remember he, that and being into annoyed. The house. He oozed into the house like a fucking blob. <laughs> We and got, it okay, just, that's... And, it just, and it just created it was like grease on the walls we had to clean up <laughs> after he left. <laughs> that's the other thing we got to come clean on, Scott. This guy had these, oh, even God. when he was 17 years old in high school, he had these festering sores all Ooh. over like his arms and shit. Like he was like, he never truly showered at all. And he oh. was greasy. There's one thing to be greasy, right? You've met, you knew greasy people. You probably still know yeah. some greasy people, but. They were well, like, we call them like a condition, but we call them like fester rot. It was just yeah. so gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> we have like fucking leprosy or something. What the hell? I know Kinda. it was like that. Kinda. It was. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, it was and, like, oh, no, man. Honestly, oh, like, so honestly, there's for people like that. But this this seems like a person that had full access to all of the hygienic material you could possibly yes, need yes. to, uh, to bathe yourself, uh, deodorant, all that. I don't think he was, I don't think he couldn't afford that. It's not like inflation was this high back then. Right. Uh, and he <laughs> refused to do it. It was, but he his only may have concern, had a mental illness. Now that I think about it, that we're fleshing this out, but still, well, it was here's his real enjoyable. mental illness. His real mental illness was that he wanted everybody to be happy, and he was so fucking committed to that he didn't even care about his own uh, his own self worth. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's dude. fair. That's fair. Happiness Anyways, he stayed at the house there for a couple of days, and like he wouldn't leave. And that's the other yeah. thing too is like he wouldn't listen. Like your he-, he would drone on. He had like all the worst that's qualities right. a human being could have. It sucked. He yes. was he was gross to look at. He didn't listen to you. He droned on for days. 
oh and he didn't like if, leave and it's like a, he's the kind of guy like if any one of these particular uh any one of these particular qualities was different you'd be like okay with it you know like if he was like hot but also droned on and you know like <laughs> he also had dro like you'd be like oh whatever we can give him an extra day but the fact that he was just like all of these terrible things all at once <sighs> but but the thing is the the droning on it was all about he just had this ego he had this hubris he, he did thought yes. he was so fucking smart he was that guy who doesn't understand that he's the biggest idiot in the fucking room and he would just talk and talk and talk and you're like are you and i would just leave the room and i would just walk out the house i wouldn't what the hell do you want in the middle of a sentence just walk away i don't need to hear any of this shit <laughs> Well, that's a you could do that because there was like eight, ten people living in that house, that so someone true. else could just be. I think I could do that brunt of the conversation. Me. I think I could do that one on one. I don't think he'd notice. Hmm. I could be like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I could duck out the back room, and I think he'd still be talking. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe that was well, my mistake then. You know, that you'll shit snow for a year. In, Anyways, in, uh, in the end, the reason he's tolerated is because he was a nice guy, and he was legitimately trying to bring uh, fun drugs to everybody. Yeah, but but that's I true. think he got into hard shit, too. And I think that's when uh, things really spoiled for me. I was like, get this motherfucker out of here. And that's uh, he did. He was on the run for some charges that. Yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. was the and, reality. And too. Exactly. Uh, and got, uh, got too real. They were me too charges, right? Oh, I don't know that. No, I just thought they were. Okay, I don't okay. know what they were. Sorry, sorry. I have no I'm, idea what they were. Okay. All I know yeah, is yeah. Uh, maybe they weren't. Law. But. Yeah. Do you was, remember that uh, email? Johnny Law was did, after him. He was who on the read land. that email? Our friend Justin was friends with him, so he still was like the You're last bad. bastion of connection with them. And he read that email that Tony wrote him. God, was that was like five years ago? He came over to the Oak Park house. Justin read that email that night. That was five, seven years ago. Holy shit. Okay. Now I'm, yes. I'm putting it all together. Yeah, that was the last update I got on this Tony guy, that he was on the run, and he was begging Justin for, like, a place to hide out, and Justin didn't respond. Hide out? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. New phone. New phone. Who dis? <laughs> oh, man. What a trip down memory lane that was. That was fun. Sorry, okay. Sorry, homie. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Look, I, you know. There's some people out here who say you stole their money. Yeah, who knows what it was? Oh, uh, back to the say real quick about Tom Cruise is that um, that's the original focus here. Yes. What Tom I was going to say about Tom Cruise and uh, Rockstar is that you can't have Tom Cruise as Rockstar because Tom Cruise looks like he's already this like polished, perfect, uh, you know, this perfect commodity that's able to step into the role. But every great looking rock star looks like a looks like fucking hell on earth and they're <laughs> only they're only hotter looking because of how fucking horrible they look mick jagger fucking keith richards uh, fucking just go through the list like pick them all like eddie vetter is not uh tom cruise right uh, I he's sure not did. Ugly, That's my name's on the goddamn building these people, they the 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 swaths in their faces, the the like the tranches in their fucking in their in the wrinkles they've got, those are the things that make them fucking hot because they've lived a fucking life and people are that is like that is the sexy part about these rock stars. We you tell know? You they somehow we have survived that. their own bullshit. <laughs> they've, yep. They're so insane, yet they're still alive. So you gotta love them.
And you can't just drop Tom Cruise in and be like, oh, this guy's sexy. Just put him into that role. That's not how it works. You got to look like Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke would have been a much better fucking (laughs) option for that role. There it is. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. About time. Tom Cruise's problem is the fact that he's Tom Cruise. And that's, you know, that you can only say that about like three people on the planet. So, So good for him. I do love Good for him. Is he ir- irrelevant when it comes to what an actor does? I think we established probably not, but uh, or needs sort to of. Be used there. You know, somebody needs to grab him and make him into something else. Well, here's the third question of those three. John, I'm curious what you think. Has Rourke earned the position of judgment here? But did you say anyone can judge anyone? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know. What's what's earned? I mean, uh, it, judgment judgment resides in all of us it's like that's one thing that human beings are really fucking good at is judging each other goddamn so. right don't I you mean, if someone talking, says i don't judge people <laughs> uh, i remember this one i did this one woman for five minutes who was always like you know john scott judgment is our only prison and i was just like <laughs> you kidding oh my god i've got to run in the opposite direction. Which way are you going? Because I'm going to go in the opposite direction. <laughs> because you are absolutely 100% right in everything that you're saying. Yeah. You're gonna, yeah. You're just pull over, over at Grand Boulevard and say, like, uh, all right, well, I'm dropping you yeah. off. Uh, don't fucking yeah, judge it was, me. It was, close, it was actually closer to Warren when this happened. It go. was like yeah. war. I was like, we were close to Warren in the lodge. I remember it. Fucking <laughs> my team. Uh, my team is dead. <laughs> Is that, yeah, that I mean, you, that like is with your Confederate flag you know, and be like, well, you know, hey, listen, don't judge me. I mean, I don't know. What, what are we doing? Like a power rank of who earns to who who's earned the right to judge someone else? I mean, a power ranking. Has he earned the right to judge him? What in the context of like Hollywood? I mean, everyone is is subject to be judged. Yeah. Fucking Mickey Rourke can say and do and judge whoever the fuck he wants. Yeah, so. I don't. Doesn't matter. I don't. I don't care. Mickey, what? Mickey Rourke's in probably what six good movies, and Tom Cruise is in eleven. I mean, what are you we? You think doing? I give a fuck about her? Yeah. <laughs> Rourke is, he's Rourke has definitely earned it, just like uh, anybody else has. To John John Scott's point, I mean, there there is there are no there's no criteria. So I mean, judgment. I mean, yeah. the idea that you would have to earn. To earn some position to judge, I mean, what would that mean? Let's say in politics, for instance, uh, when are you able to judge? I don't know. Let's say the president yeah. of the United States. When are you able to yeah. judge when fucking you anybody? For so sure. there is no there is no earning. But I think maybe there's more of a just kind of uh, personal or, or maybe like moral component to this, which is like, does Mickey work specifically? Does he have the standing? Does he have the platform? to actually be able to uh, question Tom Cruise and like him as an individual, I would say, yes. I mean, I'd say uh, Mickey Rourke, if we're going to just go into that particular context, uh, Rourke was uh, considered like one of the greatest actors that have ever fucking lived. And so he technically speaking, uh, when it comes to acting chops, I've heard many people talk about it, but I'm not an actor, so I can't really speak to it. This uh, is an open case. He was like the best. He was like better than fucking De Niro and all that. You know, I mean, I don't exactly know how you fucking judge this. Obviously, it's not objective. Because but you're I think absolutely 100% he looks at, right. He's looking at 
Tom Cruise's trajectory, he's looking at his own. He got his face mangled when he started boxing. He busted his nose a bunch of times. Uh, he also had like a fetish with his uh, fingernails, getting these weird manicures, these giant ass fucking fingernails. He had been doing that for years anyways. Uh, but he started boxing and he got his face busted up and he started going to get plastic surgery and he went to the wrong guy, according to him. That's his terms. And then he had to go again and again and again and again. And it's like, as that happens, also, he definitely was uh, toxic in Hollywood. He was a but you would be just someone that was notoriously hard to work with. Um, I love seeing him on fucking camera. Like, I I love watching Mickey work on camera. I really do. I like watching him on camera more than I like watching Tom Cruise. I think yeah. Tom Cruise's value comes oh. when Tom Cruise plays a role that is like, that interesting to me that it's surprising that it's tom cruise playing it but like mickey rourke playing something is like it comes in with that fucking weight of just all of this insanity and all of this like this gravity and this flesh and like that is rourke when he's in a role like there's some heft to it before it even before he even opens his fucking mouth so there's something um, just magnetic just about Rourke that I will never feel about. Yeah, Rourke, he just brings the grit, man. He He's just, he's got like grit and garbage and weight just circling around him. And that's great. That's what you want in an actor. When you look at Tom, Tom Cruise can be playing a fucking homeless heroin addict. And you're just like, oh, but he's, he's attractive. Uh, look at yeah. him like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, Cruise, like he's like a he's like a whisper he's he's like a he's like a mosquito whereas like fucking Rourke yeah. is just like a fucking bear cub or something like Rourke, anymore you don't a heavy weight Rourke Rourke could have easily played like the dumpster diving fucking alien in <laughs> Mulholland Drive you know, like if that was Mickey Rourke behind the dumpster in Mulholland Drive, he'd be like, "That's totally, holy shit!" I totally get it. What if that was Tom Cruise? He'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" That's exactly right. So that that is okay. So Rourke can I get yeah, think, Rourke can get into deeper places, and I think there's a lot to be said about that. Much deeper because he is legitimately fucking nuts. Whereas like uh, Cruise is like. Cruz is nuts because he like bought a pamphlet one year and stuck with it and just believes all this fucking nonsense. Whereas like Rourke believes nonsense, like almost inherently like he and is hits just keep on coming. Like Rourke is a guy you could believe was part of a militia living in a house, like with a basement full of guns and bombs and shit. And uh, Tom Cruise would be like the polar opposite of that. Like just terrified of of real life. I I feel like Rourke could work at it like a slaughterhouse. You know, I don't feel like Tom Cruise could do that. I feel like Rourke could actually do that. Like I feel like if you heard he was literally working at a slaughterhouse, you wouldn't be surprised. You'd be like, oh, totally yeah, okay. categorically irrelevant. See the the brand of crazy that Tom Cruise has is not crazy. It's just uh, it's chicken soup for the soul for people who don't really have any you know opinions or ideology but i don't know i mean you know rourke is also he's a little bananas but i i would much rather watch a movie with fucking mickey rourke than tom cruise any day of the week well let's hope it doesn't come to that i 
just hope right, he makes finish. better movies. <laughs> yeah, well, let's finish this email up from Brian. Personally, this is Brian speaking. Personally, I'm Team Cruise here. Born on the 4th, Magnolia, Risky Business, Rain Man. In retrospect, it's no stretch by any means to definitively state that Cruise is the one who's doing almost all of the heavy lifting in that one. Hoffman be damned. And my personal favorite, that's true. And my personal favorite, as Luke mm. mentioned, Collateral, all our acting gem highlights for me. Putting nice. those up against Rourke's best, Diner, Angel Heart, Rumblefish, and Barfly, I just don't see it. I think the franchise that is Cruise now Whoa. doesn't diminish... Hang on. I think the franchise that is Cruise now doesn't diminish his considerable acting talent, though wasted it may be in the eyes of true actors. Brian, there you go. Final ruling. He's putting up... Okay. All right. Rain, Rain Man... Okay, I, don't, I guess the title the title is referring to Tom Cruise and not Dustin Hoffman. I mean, isn't he the Rain Man? Well, yeah, he is. But the final ruling has been made. There it is. Look, the final ruling has been made. No, he, what he's saying is that Dustin Hoffman is the eye candy because he's playing this person. Dustin with Hoffman autism. is the eye candy next to uh, Tom Cruise. I love that. Yeah, I, I know. Believe it or not. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's shocking, but it happened. And I, I, mean, feel, I feel like I had Hoffman, this discussion Hoffman with somebody recently. He was definitely the uh, the sex appeal in that movie. Uh, Tom <laughs> yes, Cruise. Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I thought you guys you covered it quite well. Uh, John Scott is taking a dump, so we're going to move on oh, to wait, the next you were email. Say, you, you, had a, you had a comment. You were going to say, I was just talking about this. Well, yeah, I felt like I'd had this conversation about Rain Man with somebody else recently because it was... That Tom Cruise deserved more credit, even though Dustin Hoffman won an Academy Award and he did this acting. But you know, um, yeah, Tom yeah. Tom Cruise I mean, is doing what I he's supposed that. to do there. A lot of people could have played what Tom Cruise played in that. That's all I'm saying. It's not like I think the tricky part with Tom Cruise and anybody like him is that you just let them you have to let them play themselves. I mean, they they're going to be great every time. I think Tom Cruise is a fantastic actor, but he doesn't disappear into the role the same way like a uh, Brad Pitt can. I think no, a lot I, of it, you know, literally comes down to Tom Cruise's features. I don't know how much Brad Pitt it doesn't have a lot, to, but well, uh, in you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I I felt that I wasn't really watching like Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? Boy, I, I definitely felt like. Did you it feel was, this? But... Did you not feel that? Did you feel like? I think it's a lot. I think he suffers from what Tom Cruise doesn't suffer from. Tom Cruise would wish he suffers from what Brad Pitt suffers from, and that's this. He has such an iconic look, Brad Pitt, his physical beauty, and especially that was all yeah. the rage it's, in the discussion format. about the film was him being fifty-six years old and looking the way he did with his shirt off, fixing the antenna on the roof. It was impossible. Now they, for they CGI they CGI'd that for any women that are listening to this. That's really? fucking CGI. Do you know that? Oh, you CGI serious? Get out of here. No <laughs> 56 with abs. Come on. Go fuck yourself. Do you remember when you told me that? Uh, uh, <laughs> this is a true story. I don't know if you love this or not, but it's nothing too personal. No, I'm sure. Uh, one, time you, one time you defended smoking to me by saying Brad Pitt smokes. Uh, probably did that while drunk. So there you go. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah that's true. Okay. That's fair. That's fair too. Uh, and as of uh, this recording, uh, I, I no longer do that, but I was, uh, definitely, uh, defending it back in the day. Wonderful news. Wonderful news. Glad to hear that, my friend. I used uh, to also call it a, uh, a, um, 
Jesus Christ, I forgot what I called. Nah, fuck it. Who cares? Doesn't matter. But there it is. Final rule. Brad, Brad Pitt. But Brad Pitt. You're right, though. He still ha- he still does have the same problem. You see it in uh, in Glorious Bastards, whatever. There's something that's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to absorb and accept uh, as you're kind of what even though, you know, this is like an ahistorical uh, film, you can absorb him as like a historical figure. Now, if Tom Cruise was in something like Inglorious Bastards, <laughs> it would not have worked. That's I don't so think stupid. it would yeah. have worked. It just wow, dude. Gotta be real about it. You know, Tom Cruise is only going to be uh, able to be kind of like processed into the ecosystem, like into like the digestive system of the American (laughs) consumerate if he's in movies that are about him. And it's still real to me, damn it. It's just like Colin Farrell in the in the newest The Batman, where he played the Penguin, it was unrecognizable. I don't think. Even if they had that makeup, they still couldn't hide Tom Cruise. Or I don't even think he could be nope. that removable. He just you just can't do it. With uh, him, oh, so. oh, okay. So I said the last one was collateral, but the last one was probably Tropic Thunder. That's it. That was good. That, that was, was still it. him. That was the still last him. But it time was... he could fucking do that. That he could disappear into a wacky ass fucking role, but he had to be completely Ben Stiller basically. Ben still really had to convince him to do that though too. I, oh, I know. I, yeah, it's amazing so, actually. The it fact took that someone with like the weight of him, it. he had to hear somebody who Ben still at the time, 2007 was as big as they came, and he so he had to hear it from someone that was on his or possibly perceived level. I, I can imagine Tom Cruise acting like that, but I think we've really excused a lot of Tom Cruise's acting here for is his Scientology shit is just so fucking bogus, man. So just, I know you guys already kind of alluded to that. I just wanted to reiterate that. So I'm just, I'm, I'm so over the Scientology. I, I don't care. I could be I over it too, like, but I wanted to put it on the record one time. That, I don't even like, want to talk about it. Frankly, I really don't. I just wanted honestly, to Honestly, it's the same thing to me is finding out that like Scorsese was Catholic, you know, and all these great movies he did about Catholicism. Or whatnot, you know? Uh, good fellas. John Scott, that. are you with us? Check, check. Oh yeah, okay? we can let John Scott. Uh, dip Did you in take here. a shit? <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, I just had to go take a six minute. His, shit. his internet took a shit. <laughs> That's oh. funny. Well, uh, you missed this last week. Our next emailer, Danny, last week had. Uh, it felt like Danny took offense to our harsh commentary on the peanut butter <laughs> jelly question, and <clears throat> we read that email last week. Uh, I'll read that for you one more time, John Scott. This was Danny last week. <laughs> <laughs> on our show where Wellico subbed in, he said, wow, dude, the peanut butter and jelly question was not well received. <laughs> How do you feel about that, John Scott? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it wasn't, you know, sometimes. <laughs> what, what can we what can we rightly expect from Danny, though? He's been fucking true blue. He's our number one. I mean, gun to head. Absolutely. He's our number one fucking supporter. So he's allowed to. There it is. That's on the record. I locked that in. Yep. On the record. I'm locking that in. Danny is my my first round, first round number one overall draft pick. Uh, Boom. He's a you know he's a, he's allowed to ask questions about uh, poop and peanut butter and jelly because he's logged the hours and he's putting in the time and he's Fucking got the cachet and he can and he can do that. Just like you know, here, 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 here. Here. 
and uh, Danny has every right to ask questions about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we have every right to, uh, you know, react accordingly. And uh, I think we did. I think he, you know, he's free to do that, and we're free to have our uh, response. This is America, Jack, and I think that was, I think that was good. He asked a question, and we gave him an, an honest response. I feel yeah, I mean, if nothing else, this is America, Jack. we deal in honesty here. We're honest brokers. So even if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, ask the questions that are on your mind, people. Some are going to be winners. Some are going to be so-so. Some are going to be bleh. And there will be a other rodent-based topic that will come up soon. So yeah, it will see, happen, I'm, Luke. I'm actually more like I enjoy the – I can't even say it. Dude if we're going to be talking about fucking condiments and sandwiches, what's the point? I bet you would bang my red. I would never, I would never ask anyone else to fucking answer a question about what's their favorite bologna sandwich. Well, this was last week. (laughs) And I love, and I love, and I love Danny. This is not actually like trying to like, it's no low blow, but he's, he's given us like 50 of these questions, which is like, but oddly What's enough, favorite we, sandwich. we spend so much time trying to get to know us. Well, what, yeah. What is uh, what does it say about us that we well, spend an inordinate amount actually, of time? Here's my question, uh, though. What is Luke, that how many hours know? of your life have you spent watching Seinfeld? Come on. See, uh, we see, start playing that, these games. Okay, I can talk about that. It's a million. So, yeah. So we spend like we spend time on inane shit is all I'm saying. We do. We do. That's all. If I anybody feel like we happens to listen to this. Do they want to know what our favorite peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are? They want to hear us talk about it. They, the listeners of this show love the three of us so much that they just want to hear us pontificate <laughs> about whatever the fuck it is. And I think we spent the appropriate, you know, 84 seconds on the peanut butter and jelly topic and, and that, was, that was appropriate i suppose i suppose you're right there's no reason uh yeah that. And, <laughs> I, and I, do, I think and that's the value of this is that we can vacillate between like socialist policy and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, i do want to do right. say, absolutely yes. it's still yes. real to me damn it that's totally true i just yes i just i really I really like uh, I really like Danny. I really like his uh, his insights in the beginning when we used to uh, record like six months ago or something. He had so many other things to say. You're living in the past. Uh, man. And it, but see, it, it's making me feel like he's kind of given up on us. And he's like, here, what's your favorite fucking peanut butter and jelly? I think that's no, where it's coming from. He's I'm busy. Feeling a he's little, on the I'm feeling a little slighted, you know, like your situation he, for you would be concurrently improved. And not that he needs to. He doesn't need to. And and he's an amazing man. And uh, and he's brilliant. And he has a book. Go buy his book. It's a book mm-hmm. on uh, the strain of, strain of discourse. It's a train of discourse. Week, strain of Genius. discourse. Last week, John Scott, please answer this one. We got this one at the end. Okay. Danny said, if everything lines up well, you're somewhere in the middle of your time on Earth. If you had to give yourself a halftime grade, F through A+, what would you give yourself, John Scott? Oh, at the half at the halfway mark, we're heading into the locker room and and we're self-assessing. <laughs> Prudential uh, at the half, probably like a like a fucking B minus. Oh, okay, good. I think you beat most 
me and Luke, we went lower than that. C, C yeah, plus. You got a I much think. better. Oh, you yeah. guys are doing. No, you guys are doing fucking better. You have a me. much better grade than we got. It's not a better than. It's your own personal score. So lock you in, you and grade. that score is done. I mean, you guys are you guys are good human beings though, which automatically. So well, yeah. So you're best. automatically a C C plus B minus automatically for just having right. A but good, it's our own personal rating. Center. I know, and you guys are, I think you guys are tougher on yourself. My self-congratulatory apparatus is a lot more generous than your guys probably. So (laughs) I can be, I can be found patting myself on the back for little victories, whereas you guys probably, it's a little tougher. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of (laughs) y'all. That's me. That's me to myself after I do anything positive. Um, I just, I just want to thank, thank each and every one of y'all. <laughs> y'all getting, yeah. out of, getting out of bed this morning and getting a pair of pants on. Thanks for saying what need to be said. Uh, all right. Is it safe, team? This is this week's Danny's question. All three of you are creative people. Oh, thanks, Danny. All three of you are creative people. What allows you to get into a creative headspace? What can inhibit that headspace? Later, squids. He's still not explaining squids, by the way. He has not explained it. Yeah, this yeah. is starting is to get a, to me. Like, I actually don't know. SpongeBob SquarePants. Fucking is that what he's been calling us squids for a long time in the emails? And we yeah. asked about this last week. We have not got a follow up. Is it because he lives? Does he live in an area where there are no human beings and he's just like out in the yeah, Alaska? Of course it with is. A bunch of That's like literally what he does. Are there yeah, squids but, out there? Are there squids the, in Alaska? Is he just talking squid. to a squid? Does he have a fucking <laughs> stuffed squid in his in his apartment? And is just it's still squid? And there's like a there's like one bar down the street, but it's only open when it's dark out, and that's only once every six months. Okay, let me uh, pause on this one real quick. This is from Mr. Pink. I don't have much time for you today, and I know you have a holdover email from last week. I enjoyed last week's show with Wacko Jason Wacko or whatever your guest host's name was. Oh, it was hard. For- this is someone who knows who it is. It was oh. yeah. That seems that seems <laughs> to play into that. Who knows? Somebody knows. For- it was hard for me to catch it, and I tried listening a couple of times. Missed John Scott, but that guy did all right. Some solid perspective, a couple good one-liners, and seemed like a good dude. How about the massive heat wave going on right now over much of the U.S.? Don't worry, though. It's just weather and definitely not going to relate to climate change. I don't think it'll have any impact on our infrastructure, living, agriculture, and economy. And if bad things start to happen, we can always pray those problems away. Stay yes. chill. Mr. Pink. All right, back to... Thank you, Mr. Pink. Appreciate the emails. Back to what Danny said. Creative headspace, guys. How do you get in there? Oh, Danny wants uh, at least one of us to say marijuana. I think I'm the only marijuana, vague marijuana user on the show, so... uh, I I support it wholeheartedly, but uh, yeah, I just don't want to get... I get... I've had too many experiences of paranoia and like, I, I don't want to think yeah. for, even if it's a wrong thought that'll go away later, I don't want to have a thought like, Oh my God, why did I do that in 1998? Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like mild ayahuasca or some shit where you're yeah, like, it's like, I don't need that like, shit. The worst is being behind the wheel of a car, like semi stoned. And you're like, I could fucking die at any moment. <laughs> and you start, you go down that cold the sack and you can't get oh! out. Oh, Dude, that it's reminds terrible. me of the time I was in, actually, 1997, not 98. I got stoned at uh, this girl Becky's house we used to go to and party at, and I was driving back from Milford <laughs> to Heartland. 
Milford to Heartland, you know where that is. That's like a it's like a 15, 20 minute drive max, depending on where you live. And and I thought, you know how I'm in the state of Michigan, this is probably common in a lot of states I've lived in, but you get on the on ramp on a freeway, there's an exit ramp right next to it. People are coming off, you're going on. And I saw the do not enter sign for a split moment, like right it's kind of right next to it, but it was for the other entry like do not enter because it's an exit ramp right that's why it says that and i thought for a moment i'd gotten in the wrong one i was like Aah! and i freaked the fuck out and i like I, oh man it was terrible for a moment and then i realized i was on the on ramp and it was okay and i was just a 16 year old who was stoned oh they're right now think about that there are 16 year olds who are stoned out of their mind driving around your area just take and, that in and they are they are so dangerous because of how terrified they are of doing fucking anything. They'll probably pull to the side of the street, take a nap, and then uh, get on their way in the morning. I, you know, we, I, I, I love it, and it's it's a sleep aid. You, you know, I, I am. Oh, you get smoked. I'm not the kind of person smoked. that stays awake <laughs> after it. You know, so if I if I. If I'm smoking weed, it's usually to fall asleep. So my that's smart. Cre- Good call. My creativity, such as it is, uh, only comes from my creativity comes literally from uh, typing as I go and uh, continuously just just like just writing things out as fast as I can, uh, almost like rough draft. There's no style. such thing as creative time. What the fuck is this, anyways? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I We're mean, 41 well, years people, old. We're Americans have... who have to grind every day. Who has time for creative headspace? Exactly, exactly. Nobody does. But if you're if you're quote unquote feeling creative, I guess the the one way in which I've ever felt creative was yeah, Mike. You're right. When I had literally nothing else to do and I was in school, that was an easy mm-hmm. time to feel more creative. Uh, but I'm the kind of person that hits uh, immediate writer's block every single time I try to do it. So the only way to relieve that or to do anything slightly different or do something that I feel like might be worthwhile is to like just start typing and just start putting words on the page, even if it's gibberish. It, it'll start to kind of like ease itself out. It's like thawing out, you know? I mean, I don't have enough time to do it. Snapping necks and cashing checks. There you go. Yeah, snapping necks and cashing checks. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, we're out of, guys, we're out of time, too. We're going to have to cut this short because uh, I'm already pushed Aww. up against it. We talked too much about Tom Cruise and Mickey Rourke. That was the problem. But hey, I don't that's think it was too much. I think it was good. I think, Maybe I think we'll we look back talk, and... Th- I think yeah. we should talk more about Tom Cruise and Mickey Rourke next time. <laughs> What, actually, Mike, we need the full sound clip. We don't have the full sound clip. We need the whole well, thing. We were, we're right. We're going to need the whole thing. Uh, all right. So don't forget, is it say pod at gmail.com. Next week, we'll finish that headspace talk and we will do our thing. What's this week's song? What are we closing out with? Anybody got something? Uh, John Scott, was there a big hit up at Beaver Island you want to share with us? Oh, no. Luke, uh, Luke has yeah. laid claim to, uh, to those past. And, yes, uh, we need to. Uh, yeah, no, we need to. Um, we need to honor. We need to honor liberty in this uh, this July. Not the uh, concept of the, the, the person. Yeah, yes, the concept the of liberty. Yes, the man. Uh, Mike, I was thinking uh, either no use for a name or face to face. I don't know. I kind of wanted you to weigh in on one or the other. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, Haven't we done a face to face? Actually, I'm going to go, if it's a Liberty tribute, this is a classic uh, song that Liberty always used to tell me about, and I never believed it was real. 
I'm like, dude, that's not real. Shut okay. the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Govier. He would not. He knew. We've got to share that, these He kept stories. telling me the song was real. It was called A Million Days by Dag Nasty. And I'm like, dude, oh this my is not God. real. Okay, all right. And it turns out that it was. And I didn't really find that out till after he died. I was like, oh, shit. A Million Days is real. So <laughs> uh, in the end, he was right. And I was wrong. And I just want him to know that, uh, well, he can't know. And now he's dead. But if he was alive, I would say, hey. You were right, Liberty. Dag Nasty's A Million Days was a real fucking song. So he's, let's he's play this one for him. Is that where he is? He's, he's up yeah, there. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's watching this. you masturbate all the time. He's in this cloud. He's in the clouds. Yeah, that's fine. I often think about my dead friends when I masturbate. So <laughs> perfect. Oh, here it is. A Million Days. Well, it's just called Million Days, not Us uh, by Dag Nasty. That's two words. I thought Dag Nasty was one word, by the way. 